three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And, 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 and now, here's your host, you know who it is, the one, the only, Let's go. Let's go. Asher Chua. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, Skyler. Man, happy to be here. Happy to be here, Ash. Uh, how are you, man? I'm doing great. Happy to have you. Thank you. Like- Thank you feels like a long time <laughs> yeah it feels like it's been a minute <laughs> but we always have a good time together so man i'm I'm excited about this episode i think this one's going to be bigger than the last one yes sir for sure uh yeah for anyone who doesn't know you who do you say you are oh really good i like the way you frame that question um so i would say i am a change agent i am uh an ab- uh, abundance uh creator so by trade i am a marketer I am the uh, marketing director for uh, Legacy Publishing, uh, Legacy Builders, and uh, I am a father. Hmm. Uh, I am a man of God, and um, I got to go right back to it, man. I, I really feel like I am a uh, a change agent through service. So through serving others, uh, I'm able to create changes in the lives of others. So yeah, it's me in a nutshell. I like it. And to your point, it's that... Um last time was fun it feels like it's two two years ago because i if i look on, on ig on the stories or the highlights i i try to keep all the guests up there so that if somebody's curious they can be like oh what's going on here and it's like well just click on over and you'll uh-huh. see and i love the the clip i was able to pull out it's like how did it go it's like a, a, it's something along the lines like uh, the Mike Jones song back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. <laughs> and it's just like, man, I can relate to that, but it, it's like, kind of take me back for a minute. I, like, I want us to catch up because it, I think it's been roughly two years, give or take, but, um, like what's life been like? And like, how did you become the, the change agent? Like, how'd you land on that wanting to be what, what you pursue? Um, so going back from the first podcast, man, then I was a brand new father at the time. Mm. Um, man, I was, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm gonna be transparent. I had no <laughs> clue what the heck was going on, um, at that time. So I'm, 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 I'm steadily figuring it. And I, I mean, I, I, I have, a, I know a little bit now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so from there, from two years from to now, uh, I only know a little bit. So for all the fathers out there, new fathers out there, uh, don't feel bad if you don't have it all figured out because I'm telling you two years later, I'm still very, I'm still a novice. Um, but as far as business, um, from that point, man, still growing, still growing. Uh, how did I become a change agent? I, I was a change agent then, uh, but now I'm more aggressive and uh, more intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs or uh, or even just professionals, yeah. we we expect to just be led by our skill set, mm-hmm. and we kind of lose that grind and that grit that we had at the beginning. Like when you first get the gift or first get the the uh, the uh, the opportunity or the idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you're at it. You're doing everything. You're you're pushing toward it, and uh, you're talking to everybody. You're telling everybody about it. <laughs> you're posting it on social media about this new exciting thing uh, venture that you're going on, yeah. and then 
for some reason, regardless if it's people that kind of shake you a little bit or circumstances, of course, life always hits you at that point and mm-hmm. you kind of back away mm-hmm. and you want to fall back into your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mentor always tells me, he says, your comfort zone is your broke zone. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you want to go back to that space where you're safe, that's go- that is exactly the circumstance in the arena that's going to keep you broke Yeah, in every area fatherhood, um, business, spirituality, uh, career, whatever, any, any area is going to keep you broke. It's going to keep you in lack. And Mm -hmm. so my, me being a change angel. And what I mean by being intentional about it is Mm -hmm. now I'm being intentional about getting, putting myself in situations every single day that Mm -hmm. make me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So literally when I wake up in the morning, I go through my affirmations, of Mm -hmm. course, I go through my uh, incantations and affirmations. Then I go through my, my power empowering questions. Then immediately I ask, I, I talk to God and I say, what do I need to do to make me uncomfortable today? That's going to push me to the, to the next, to my purpose. And that's then a question right there. Yeah. That's a scary <laughs> question. So before you ask it, be aware of what you ask him because he's going to do it. Yeah. And when it happens, it's going to, woo. Some days it just shakes me and <laughs> It's like, Something, are you sure you want this? I'm like, what? Why did I ask that? Why did I ever <laughs> ask this? Um, but then I ask, what can I do for my clients to do the same for them? Like, mm. what? What do I need to each each person? I look at all of my names, who I'm, the people I'm working with, and mm. say, how can I? How can I stretch this person? How right. can I make them do something that's going to make them uncomfortable? That's going to give them the the yield them the best and most um powerful result in their life. Right. right. In, a, in, in a quick time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's really what I mean by, man, going from that point where I just was I was just uh, kind of waiting for things to happen or hoping things align. Right. Now I'm just being intentional every single morning, chasing after uh, being uncomfortable. Gotcha. That makes sense. And, and I mean, to your point, it's it's uh, it takes me back. I've been doing a lot of reflecting because it's December will be 10 years since I graduated college. And it's yeah. crazy to think it's like. When I was getting out of college, I was like, man, 10 years or so, it'll be like people will be celebrating the high school reunion and it'll feel like a um like this long lost memory. And when it kind of came and went, I was like, eh, it's not a whole lot about high school I really miss. Like there's there's yeah. people that I'm fond of and people that I've reached out to and and try to keep keep in contact with and potentially maybe give back my time and visit my parents, give back to the community and be like, oh, okay, this is why. You have yeah. a boosters club. This is why these things matter. But kind of thinking back to getting the first job out of college and they gave us two books. And one of them was the seven habits of highly effective people. Oh, I love and that is book. that that first thing is like being proactive. And it's like initially you kind of get that that jitter or like, oh man, okay, like I gotta be proactive. Let me go do this. Let me schedule things out. Okay. I can schedule out work, but I can also schedule out vacations. Okay, here's one place that I'll go this month, or here's one place that I'll go each weekend. That way it's like, okay, I, I can grind, I can work hard. And it's like, mm-hmm. I got to make sure I play. Like, otherwise, like if I don't play this thing called life isn't fun and it just feels like I'm dreading my job, I'm dreading my work and kind of going back and forth to it. But it's like think, thinking about that proactiveness, like what's one of the affirmations that you use, if you don't mind sharing? Oh, sure, man. Um so I have affirmations for every area of my life. Um, mm-hmm. The the ones for 
um, business is that I easily and consistently attract the perfect clients. My business is expanding and thriving. My income increases every single month. Um, as far as uh, fatherhood, I am fully equipped for fatherhood and I have everything it takes to raise my kids. I trust my abilities and I'm excited about the changes that they're bringing to my life. Mm. Um, as for money, I have um, I have my goals, of course, uh, in terms of the actual um, the actual amount. Yeah. Uh, but in general, I have I easily and consistently. Uh, well, no, no, uh, it's um, money comes so easily and frequently because I am a money magnet mm -hmm. um, and I attract the best into my life every single day. Mm -hmm. um, what, so, what do those do for you? Like when you when you say that, like what what's the purpose of like affirming yourself and kind of getting yourself in the, the right mind frame? Maybe not like sacking yourself out, but it's like. I've heard it said that the body doesn't know the difference between pretend and real. And like, it doesn't, it can't tell the difference between like the negative you put in and the bad, because some people will be like, oh, well, it's better to be pessimistic and it's better to be woe is me because I got to go out and face those things. But it's like saying affirmations doesn't absolve you from facing life. I mean, you still have to face life, but it's like, yeah. you can have a better attitude about it and actually not feel like life is happening to you and everything's just like people are out to get you the neighbors are yeah. running around oh they must be conspiring or like this person's <laughs> cut you off this person's running into you t-boning it's like oh man this happened and this happened and this happened and it's like maybe it's not really like it is happening but like mm -hmm. like where that i just wrote it down it's like where your energy goes where your focus goes your energy flows energy i flows. think yeah. I, I heard that from et and my mom would say it's like don't waste your time chasing flies. And I think it's like in Philippians where it says, focus on these things. And it's like, whatever is lovely, whatever is good, whatever mm -hmm. is that. And it's like, at no point in time did it ever say like, life doesn't happen. Bad things no. don't happen to good people. Like, at no point is that like a counter statement, but it's, it's almost like it's intended to be, this is it's better to put your headspace here than mm -hmm. to just focus on the problem. The problem's a problem and so-and-so is causing me problems and problems just keep following me everywhere that I go. <laughs> like I said all that to say like what, when you do it and like, what do you feel you get from it? And then like, how do you follow through on what you need to do? So a uh, really great question. I, I understand the power of words. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that, is that uh, everything you said in terms of the focus, like it, it does get you focused for the mm -hmm. day. Um, even when I'm in certain situations, like I say, I'm always chasing after uncomfortable situations. And when you're in those situations, sometimes you need to be reminded of the reasons that you are going to persevere. And those are those mm -hmm. affirmations. I say them so often, and I don't just say them in the morning. Mm -hmm. I say them throughout the day. Yeah. I'm driving, I'm saying it, I'm yelling it. Yeah. Um, when I'm, when I'm have some idle time, I'm in the bathroom, whatever I have any idle time, I'm saying it. And mm -hmm. so when I'm in tough moments, um, like one of my affirmations is today, I'm going to be the best, best version of myself. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm, when I'm thinking about when I'm, when I'm in those situations that you mentioned, when yeah. somebody cuts me off yeah. or a client cancels on me mm -hmm. or a client is, uh, it didn't do what I said to do. And yeah. they're complaining about the result of the, uh, that they're getting of when they didn't do what I said do. Mm -hmm. And I'm frustrated. That's whenever that affirmation pops in my head and says, 
uh, remember, today mm-hmm. you said you're going to be the best version of yourself. Right. So what does that look like? What does the best version of you look like? Like what in this situation, how could you prove to be the best version of yourself? Not and that's, that's that person out, not running out, trying to get your lick back, so to speak. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> precisely. Precisely. And um, so like when I mean the power of words, um, p- words, uh, the, the, the good book says that words are um, life and death. Life and death is, comes from the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. So that means that in your situation, you have the power to speak life into your right. situation or mm-hmm. speak death. Now, mm-hmm. most of the times, unbeknownst to you, you're probably speaking death. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to be intentional about counteracting that. We are naturally, we are going to naturally speak death into our life. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I hate, I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. So if, if you listen to like, if you listen to, just listen to what other people say, like listen to the words that they say, you know, um, hey, how you doing today? Oh, you know, if I, if I had your leg, I cut mine off. You know what I mean? Or if I, uh, you know, I, I, I've had better days, you know, just, just saying crazy stuff like that. But it's, uh, it's subconscious. Like yeah. you don't even realize the, the toxic stuff you're saying. So my my intention is that I'm speaking. I'm, I may have spoke death all yesterday. So I need to speak more life into my life. And then it, even if you have a dead situation in your life, uh, I talk about this in our book, um, How to Cheat Death. If you have a dead situation in your life, you could literally speak life into it. Ne- like you could revive it right now just by the words that you speak. If you have a negative bank account, yeah. you could literally today speak life into your bank account. You can mm-hmm. speak life into your kid's life. Like if your kid going down the wrong path, you can mm-hmm. literally speak life into your kid's life, uh, into your kid's situation. Got you. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, I truly a believer in that and, and, uh, and that words are the seed for faith. So mm-hmm. you're going to need faith in whatever journey you're going through. Words are the seed that you plant that are going to manifest um, the, the, uh, the abundance and the, man- of the uh, manifestations that you, that you desire. Right. But you have to plant those seeds by speaking it first. Right. 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 He said he, he said that I will confirm my word. I will confirm uh, words with signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. I will confirm my words with signs and wonders. You have to realize that words were first. So I will confirm my words. You speak it. Mm-hmm. What, uh, I'm going to confirm my words with signs. And so mm-hmm. and is the time period. And is that waiting period that you have to wait between words and, and the signs. Mm-hmm. Then. After that, you you have the sign. So that means you have to put the things up that you want to see every day. So Ash, every day, uh, every day throughout the day, I'm mm-hmm. looking at the things that I desire. I got the cars. I got the um. I got the house. I got the 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 bank accounts. Yeah. I have it all over. I have it all over. Um. Look, you can even see it right here, man. I got the I got the money up right on Ooh. on my screensaver. Sheesh. I got it on my screensaver, man. I'm seeing what I want all throughout the day because mm-hmm. he says he's going to confirm his words with the signs. Mm-hmm. And then the wonders come after that. Yeah. So then him doing whatever you've been looking at is going to be the, the end result. Mm-hmm. So that's the equation I follow. I like that. And forgive me if I, if I miss the Skylar, but what in the and period, what is the work? Like, what is your personal work look like on a, on a day-to-day basis? Like what, what do you do to, reach that goal that you want, whether it's in fatherhood, whether it's in business, whether it's in social life, social setting, so to speak. Oh, good question. So the work part, uh, yeah, you can't leave that part out. <laughs> um, so I think that for, as far as business, um, 
consist well as far as everything consistency whatever you decide to do just be consistent and do it every day so with my business um like i say i start my day off determining what i'm going to do to 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 uh, push my clients out of their comfort zone and yield them the fastest results. Mm -hmm. And so I focus on that at the beginning of the day. Um, as far as the activity, the daily activity, mm -hmm. um, one of the things is that my sales calls, mm -hmm. everybody hates making cold calls. Everybody hates making even warm calls. You hate making mm -hmm. warm calls, but I, I, I push myself to make those calls. I, I say every day I'm going to make no less than three calls a day. I'm going to mm -hmm. call someone brand new, um, mm -hmm. whether they, whether they, uh, came from my funnel, yeah. um, whether, whether it's a, um, even a follow-up call, whether mm -hmm. it is a person that I, I, I might have networked with and I, I need to kind of connect with them and just say, Hey, how you doing? I need to let you know what I do, mm -hmm. but every day I'm making three calls, no matter what, if it's mm -hmm. 7 PM at night and I've only made two calls so far, I mm -hmm. got to make that third call. I'm gotcha. doing that every single day. Right. Uh, as far as a father, my, my, my thing with my kids is uh, I need to I need them to uh, to tell them I love them every single day and tell them how I feel about them every single day. Right. Mm -hmm. I need to speak life into them every single day, every every moment I get. Um, and uh, in terms of spirituality, uh, mm -hmm. talking to the creator, talking to the source. That's so, that's so important. Like I have to talk to the source. I try to do it multiple times a day, but at least once or twice a day. Yeah, but I, I try to do it throughout my day. Mm -hmm. um, um, but that 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 needs to be so important. And also um, getting the right receiving the right words, because what what goes in, mm -hmm. you only can put out what comes in. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be filling myself with the right information. So what books am I reading? Am I going to read something, even if it's just an excerpt of the mm -hmm. Bible or even if it's just a, 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 um, a chapter of a empowering book? What yeah. am I reading every day? Mm -hmm. uh, what am I listening to? What, what information is being fed into me? Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to ET all the time. I got his podcast on my phone. I'm always listening to individuals like that. Mm -hmm. People who are going to continuously tell me I can, I can have the things that I want because many times the people that are surrounding us, yeah, they can't believe the stuff that we want. Like it's too outside because people, people refer back to their experience. If they haven't experienced a million dollar account, if they haven't experienced being an, an effective father, if they haven't experienced, um, you know, driving the car you want, living in the home you want and things of that nature, or having a successful podcast with millions of subscribers, if they mm -hmm. haven't experienced that, they can't believe it for you. Mm -hmm. So you have to listen to the people that can believe it for you. Yeah. You know, people that are going to reaffirm that for you and say, look, I, I'm living the life. I know right. it can happen for you. So I think that that's the, the activity. And I don't want people to miss that. Like mindset's number one, mm -hmm. like mindset is first now mindset. Uh, when it comes to success, mindset's 90%. And mm -hmm. then the other 10% is the activity. And that's just mm -hmm. being consistent in doing the activity. Gotcha. Uh, and one of the things I want to add is just one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm very bad at at the moment, <laughs> but I am recently um, challenging myself to get better at is uh, attacking social media in a space of just putting out content. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm really, it's a, one of my challenging areas, but I'm challenging myself now to be more effective, well, more consistent in that mm -hmm. area. So why, uh, why do you feel it's challenging? Or, or I mean, because it's like, you're, you're a marketer, you do publishing for other people, mm -hmm. like, is it more challenging for yourself as an individual or for both like personal business? 
So I'm not going to do like my, my uh, some of my clients and come up with a bunch of excuses <laughs> of why I, I haven't been doing it. I'm going to just say, I'm going to hold myself accountable and say that I just haven't been doing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that I'm busy and I got all this going on and whatever, but I was on a call y- literally yesterday mm-hmm. and my, uh, one of my coaches, he said, he's, everyone was talking about how challenge, how hard it is. And they don't have enough time to, to, to post on social media and mm-hmm. to advertise and stuff like that. And he said, this is what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to go look at the page, Justin LeBoy. And I want y'all to look at his page. Mm-hmm. And he says, he's been consistently posting the same thing um for he uh year you know since he's been out years yeah and all he does is a white background and mm-hmm. a in a quote like a, mm-hmm. a little phrase and yeah. he's been doing that consistently throughout you know through th- throughout the day and uh throughout the years mm-hmm. and he has you know what millions of subscribers i mean millions of followers and mm-hmm. he gets like probably you know ten thousand impressions a day yeah like and that's all he's doing you mean to tell me that y'all can't Take your phone, put your hand behind it, make a black background, mm-hmm. and then type out a quote uh, from your book or just type out something in relation to your book or your podcast or whatever mm-hmm. and post it. It's five minutes. Yeah. And he's right. I did it this morning. I literally took a, I, I put the, I got, I woke up, mm-hmm. I put the phone on my cover and mm-hmm. <laughs> made a black background yeah. and typed out a one phrase deal. And put like a little emoji on it, and then I posted it. It took mm. me two minutes. How did it feel? It feel it felt fantastic. Mm. It felt fantastic. And every every day that I did, I, I'm only two days strong. Yeah, hey, that's, but that's two days. That's two's two more, days. Two's more than one. It's more than zero. It's more than I've been doing for the past three years. Hey. So, <laughs> congratulations. Been, so yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling amazing, man. I, I'm feeling like I probably got the bronze. Um, the bronze um, medal. <laughs> yeah. And if you know anything about Skylar, I don't do bronze. Right. Hey, Gold you, only, baby. You got to the race. You got on the podium. Bronze yeah. gets you on the podium. So you said do it for 30 days. I'm going for 30 days, man. Yeah. So I'm going to keep you posted. Okay. I, I guess right. for that, like, um, because initially, like posting and different things like that, it, it seems like it's something challenging. And for me, I, I found that um help with help from a friend is that like having something scheduled whether it's like you make a calendar you write it out physically you you put it somewhere that you can visit it or even using like powerpoint presentation slides like we did back in high school middle school like when word excel like you're you're being trained up on this to use it in the workforce but it's like literally taking a powerpoint slide and being like okay this is the month of august this Mm -hmm. is this week on Monday, maybe I want to post uh, a post. I want to have text on it, an uh, infographic, I think they call it. And yeah. then from there, it's like, Tuesday, maybe I won't post. Or if I do post on Tuesday, maybe I'll post a reel. And it'll mm-hmm. be a reel of the same post. Or it'll mm-hmm. be like the same thing with maybe like a picture I took. Or it's like, mm-hmm. here's a part of my life. Here's another part of my life. But it's like finding a way to make what you want to do work for you in your own way without Mm -hmm. it having to be this chore of like, man, okay, I've got to do this because like it's starting out. I was like, I don't like, I want to do a podcast, but it feels nervous because like the camera doesn't lie. The microphone doesn't lie. It's like, maybe you could put auto tune, you could put this, but I was like, I want it to be raw and I, I want to get good at 
finding a way to express myself and highlighting people in the process, which also helps me reflect on myself to see, okay, like, here's how far you come. Like, since we last recorded, I was like, oh, wow, that's two years ago. This will be coming out 2024. Like, so from 2022 to 2024, it's like, wow, like, something's changed. And it's yeah. like, okay, even if I don't feel good about myself by the time that it comes out to post it, I've got to prime myself going back to those affirmations to be that, hey, like, this is from the past. This isn't you today. And mm -hmm. it's, you might not like how you sound, you might not like how you look, you might not think, okay, does this get the views? Does this get the likes? Does this get the this? But it's like, for me, I, I had to do away with the, um, I mean, yeah, it, for me, it just, it just became less of a goal to be like, okay, I want to do this thing because it's like, if you want it to look a certain way, attract people, you have to take certain steps, whether it's like put the time in it to create the right infograph or yeah, when you're trying to get over the hump of simply doing something and not being like, okay, posting ghosts, like post it, get out, get off, get off the platform. <laughs> if it's, Hey, the same thing that you posted as a post, you can repost it as a story or even yeah. Two years later, it's like, I think I've been doing it now on Thursdays. I'm like, oh, throwback Thursday. Here's what we had before. And here it is a year later. And it's like, you can see what's currently here and you can see what's there. And since it's like four years in going on five years, it's like, okay, like here is the consistency of like, this was year one, this was year two, this was year three, this was, yeah, okay, maybe year two, there wasn't anything there, but it's like, there's over 170, 190, maybe by the time that this comes out, like pushing on 200. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. Like, I didn't think I would get through step one. Yeah. Like step two seemed like, oh my God, this is day, <laughs> day three is like, oh, geez. Like, <laughs> oof, like this is, this is rough. It's but about it, to take it's me like, out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but it's like reminding yourself of why you, you're, you think you chose to do what you did and like kind of taking yourself away from that comparison piece of like, Oh, I've got to do this to match someone else. And it's like, okay, maybe I can't compete with them, but I can compete with myself. And then yeah. it's like, I'm better today than I was yesterday. And there you go. I guess what's that affirmation better every day I'm becoming better and better or like yes. every day in every way I'm improving. But like it's those yeah. little catchy sayings, cliches, things that are like, okay, like, things suck maybe uh for many people I've, I've been around it's like a, a grieving period but it's yeah. that like in not trying to hold on to the emotion or like over like over theorize it for me it's it's become a thing of like okay if i don't know what to say i'm not going to say anything like yeah. if, if i'm on the phone with someone and it's going to be dead silent for like two minutes or nine minutes it's like okay like we're present, like we're in each other's presence and we're here. Yeah. And it's, if that's what you need from me, cool. If mm -hmm. that's not what you need from me, cool. If that's not what I need, cool. Like you don't have to, you don't have to torture yourself in doing the things that you want to do at that. That's what I've, I've kind of appreciated about 2023. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love what you said. Um, and I want to, I want to kind of touch on that piggyback off of it because um what i've noticed is is that number one when you do something and you're, you're consistent with it you're on you're going to get better mm. 
you have no choice. You're going to you're going to start improving. You're going to start trying stuff and and uh, and and seeing what works, what doesn't work. Right. You're going to get better, and you're going to see the development. So that's mm-hmm. very important. Yeah. Now, as as far as uh, comparing yourself, you kind of talked about that because uh, uh, even even looking at even looking at your podcast, I'm seeing the upgrades. I'm noticing how. <laughs> I'm noticing the flow is a lot better. Like I, got I'm a noticing, mic now. yeah, <laughs> I, I see you. You added a little more sultry to your voice. You're like, oh yeah, let me let me make them a little more easy so I can get the the scoop, the the inside yeah. scoop. <laughs> make them more make them more comfortable. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. It's something about Ash's voice just makes me want to tell all my business. <laughs> but um, but what what we tend to do, especially oh my god, with social media we tend to always compare ourselves to other people. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why that's toxic mm-hmm. is because you don't compare people to your greatest hits. You mm-hmm. compare your, your worst uh, attributes yeah. to their greatest hits Yeah, because everybody's only posting their, 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 their top stuff. They're posting yeah. their, their, um, their successes. Yeah. But then you're comparing your failures to their successes and, right. you're, and it's never going to equate. Yep. So you always feel like I'm not as good. Like you will, you will look at it and say, well, I don't like my voice. Well, look mm-hmm. how great this person's voice is. You know, look at, look how great this person, but they're not posting whenever they, they're, uh, they don't feel well and their voice is scratchy. They're right. not po- posting the videos when, you know, uh, they're messing up their bloopers. They're not posting none of that. They're posting mm-hmm. only the clips that they've edited and that's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. And you're, and you're comparing your unedited, uh content to <laughs> them and yeah. saying that it doesn't equate <laughs> right you know it's like it shouldn't equate it shouldn't it yeah. shouldn't and so we we got to stop doing that stop comparing your body to this person who's edited their body you know hmm. someone who maybe have purchased their body yeah. you know your your body isn't going to equate if you have a god-given body you're not going to equate to somebody who built theirs true My, I, but, i'm never right, going to look right, like the right. terminator right but i mean it, it's that <laughs> i guess it, it goes to um for me, at least physically, it's been a thing of like, okay. And like, yeah, it's like, you can compare yourself to someone else, like, or there's a little bit of envy there, but even looking back and being like, okay, you're not looking how you used to look. And I've got an idea of how I got here. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like it. And and one thing that I've appreciated seeing on my timeline through YouTube is the body transformations that people went through whether it was through the pandemic or like through the last year since the pandemic because it's like a lot of challenges pain and hurt has come through that but like it's inspiring to see people decide within themselves or be able to acknowledge like oh like life doesn't have to continue to suck I can do something and it's like I can do something with my physical body, my physical form, which then mm-hmm. strengthens my mind, strengthens my emotions, how I carry myself. It, it, it reinforces other things like a guy like um, David Goggins, people may feel differently about him, but I found that people like himself and other mentors that really work on forging themselves, mm-hmm. it helps show you a way of like, you don't have to do what I do, but you have to find a way to really question and interrogate yourself and be be true and like am I doing what I said I wanted to do like is posting on social media is it to gain clout is it to actually share something about my life is that am I trying to improve something or am I trying to reach a goal that is going to help me or and it's like 
as you're asking the question, sometimes I think I, I spoke with Mama T and it, it's fun. It's fun having you guys kind of like in, in the similar month at the similar time, because it's like you get interesting feedback or like just good feedback from different people. And it it, yeah. it informs you on um, what you're valuing and where you're putting your attention. But mm -hmm. one thing she reminded me of, it's like finding out what you don't want to do is such a blessing because it's like, okay, if you know you don't want to do this, you might not figure out exactly where you're landing, but you're like, okay, I'm not going back to that. So, so long as yeah, I don't go yeah. back there, that's a win. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Hey, I got two posts two days in a row. I'm winning. Like, yeah. I hadn't done anything for those three years, but I don't need to keep repeating that story. Like that year is gone. Like I, I was feeling so bad that, Oh, 2020, I was on this high pandemic comes it's like i have the episodes to pull to put out to fill out the year but i don't want to think about recording more or doing this but then finally um my editor that helps me do the editing of the videos he was like hey at least put out the audio and like respect the people's time where they they wanted to record and i was like you're right so I put out a few and then i was like i don't know and then put out a few more and then it was like okay at some point you, you got to get over yourself and it's that um I think that's why one episode kind of stood out to me. It was like episode 34 because it was coming back to, I may have recorded it actually before, but how, however it fell in the order, it just one of those where I found a way to get over my hurdle or my, what was a challenge to me. And I was like, I'm just happy that I'm happy. And it, yeah. it's so ironic that my name means happy. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'm so happy that I'm myself. Like, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that hilarious? But yeah. it's like so, looking back on it, 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 it informs me different, but it's, this life is, is, is going to be all right. So I want to, I want to kind of, you kind of touched on it earlier, but I want mm -hmm. to kind of, kind uh, of go back to it. I want to ask you, uh, I'm going to be the interviewer for a second. <laughs> well, right. uh, I want to ask you what, what was the, what, what, what inspired you to start the podcast in the first place? Like what made you want to do it in the first place? Um, in the first place, I I was kind of I was tired of where I was at and in taking a break from work and spending a lot of time online and scrolling through YouTube, listening to different things. I, I'm not really a news person, but mm -hmm. the more and more I see what's popular, I was like, I don't have anything against people that have like notoriety and things like that, but mm -hmm. I'm tired of people crapping on everyday people it's like if you don't mm. make so much money if you don't have the status if you're not this if you're not that then you're not somebody and i was mm -hmm. like yeah it's easy to say from this perch or whatever people are at but it's like it takes common men and women to build a society it takes Thanks. um moms it takes dad it takes husbands it takes fathers it takes mothers to create what we have it takes teachers it takes hey like if you're a multimillionaire, it's like that's that's great you're creating jobs you're doing you're doing things but it's like i got tired of um not doing anything to contribute to actually share okay like i think Maybe I think I have something to say, but I, I don't necessarily want to say a whole bunch of stuff, but I, I want to I want to put a spotlight on good people that I've met 
over mm-hmm. the years that because I think at the time it was like six years that I've been working because I think graduated 2013 from 2014 to 2019. I think that's six, seven years plus a year or three years in college of, of working, like traveling across Georgia, different states, different countries and things like that, living in the Midwest, going on vacations, going to conferences, like meeting ET for the first time, like going to a conference in Atlanta, Charlotte, getting in Breathe University and like a lot of people that I've met there. Yeah. I've shown them on the podcast and like seeing where they're at and being being pushed mentally to where it's like, okay, like what you're doing is good or what what you're doing can be good but it's like be practical and apply like what you've done okay you did toastmasters to help mm-hmm. you speak better like okay you don't want to be an engineer you don't want to be a square to just be this is all i'm ever going to be and it's like okay if you're if you're just an engineer then you kind of limit yourself from where you can get in life because you you're here but you're always going to have someone above you and it's like i i kind of like working for someone or working with someone i think i, I kind of switched that language where it's like yeah i come to work i get I receive a paycheck but i'm here to work with you like let's not yeah. this isn't me just running out in the field and just getting whipped like i've never yeah. <laughs> had any associations or tied to slavery but i'm like whenever that notion kind of creeps in i'm like careful now (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) we're not doing that and it's like (laughs) i'll respect you i'll do i'll do my best but it's it's that i got to a place where i'd basically been burnt out i needed to take personal time and i was like i think this is something that 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 would be worthwhile because it's like i think the people that have been appreciative of me and have been have kind of helped me get to know myself throughout life. I thought they they deserve like a chance to um be noticed. Yeah. And in doing so, I, I've kind of gotten to notice myself better towards like, oh, okay, like the people that you meet along the way, they don't really know you. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like I'm kind of the person you met, but not really. And it's mm-hmm. like you you're getting to see more of what's there. And yeah. Yeah, it it that was the initial that was the initial reason. Do something outside of work that doesn't feel like work and pay respect to the people that you've met along the way. So that's that's what um that's what I want people to get from the from what you said earlier mm. is that whenever you're you're going through those challenging times, even when we like we talked about before, you're in the moments where you are outside of your comfort zone, you're in that uncomfortable space. You have to do those two things that Asher just said. Number one, you have to focus on why you got, why you got started. Um, What are the the driving forces that pushed you to do what you wanted to do? His was for, uh, for freedom, for, uh, for self, uh, self self-assessment, like self-reflection and then uh, self-actualization and um and also it was another one you mentioned earlier it's gonna come back to me yeah yeah. but then the but then the second one the second thing is you want to do is that you want to focus on the other people that you started this for Mm -hmm. like what what are those other people that are going to benefit from what you're doing and i think that's probably one of the most powerful because you may you may you may do it for yourself Mm -hmm. 
But when you realize how many people are relying on you to 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 do what you do, then that'll that'll push you to to edit that next that next podcast or the next video. It'll yeah. push you to make that next post. It'll push you to spend that hour, that extra hour in uh, getting the information you need to be able to be effective in what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Um, you, you were saying putting the shine, shining the limelight on the people that society may may neglect. That's oh, that's that's powerful. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, because incredible. It, because the whole thing for me is like the people that build the society don't necessarily need that. Like a good parent doesn't. They're kind of shy to receive the affirmation from their kids but when their kids acknowledge them to be like hey happy mother's day happy father's day mm -hmm. happy like anniversary or like i'm glad that you're my parent when you in your 30s i'm in yeah in my early 30s now and it's like oh okay like i'm starting to see the world differently because mm -hmm. i think parents got married in their 20s and by 35 i think that's when i came along and I'm the mm -hmm. fifth or sixth in line out of six kids. Whoa. And yeah, it's like, so it's, it's that like different culture maybe, but even seeing and learning from different people, popular, unpopular, whatever, whatever it is, I'm, I'm not here to win a popularity contest, but the thing it's like seeing how communities work and how societies are moving along. It's like, yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. Like maybe somebody's like, putting on a different shade or, or window dressing so to speak and this is the in thing now and I, I think back to this clip of the simpsons where um homer's dad is talking to either homer or bart and he's like i used to be it but whatever it was is no longer it so i i don't know what's going on and it's like <laughs> there's always this moving target of the culture yeah. which is like this makeup or this facade or this face that people put on so then what finally when somebody stops putting on the makeup stops putting on the facade it's like it's new but it's mm -hmm. like that person has actually understood what it means to be themselves and they're not wanting to well there's some things maybe you go along to get along because you don't you're not just going out and creating a whole new world unless you want to go to mars I, I see you got the tesla hat on there but it's like you hey, see it yeah <laughs> i was hey, like when the, when, Tesla the, owner. <laughs> when the MMA fight happens, I'm yeah. betting it all on Elon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm team Elon. Gotcha. Hey, respect, respect. But <laughs> like just with that, it it's um yeah, it it's 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 cool to see different people in, in the world and be like, okay, there there are things that people can agree on, and there's things that you don't even need to agree on, but there's this common respect for another person. And every time I notice someone, that's someone that I'm like, okay, like, hey, I've worked with you, or I see you, like, you you caught my attention. Like, everybody isn't an author. Everybody isn't a dad or a mom or, like, um, an entrepreneur. Like, some people work nine to five. Some people are engineers. Some people are doctors. Some people are lawyers. Some people are all the walks of life. And it's mm -hmm. it's that I like other people that also do this kind of thing where it's like they'll interview someone on the street. And it's that not being discouraged to be like, oh, somebody else is doing this. So my idea doesn't work. But it's yeah. like, no, like your idea works for you because you're a part of it or wherever this idea came from. It's like, 
you have to remind yourself that you matter. Like mm -hmm. I'm doing the podcast, but like I still need to put myself in the frame. Otherwise it's that it could be a good thing, like doing mm -hmm. the thing for other people, but then I, I don't want to fall into false humility where it's like, oh, let me just fade to black. It's like, yeah, I, I can fade the black in my work where literally getting to work underground and prep sites and things like that before they're going to build something and be like, oh yeah, I've been here before. And yeah. this is, I know why this neighborhood is laid out the way it's laid out now. Like looking at a city map, I can be like, oh, okay. Like this is, this is how people plan things out. And I'm like, okay, that my degree makes sense. Like mm -hmm. I did civil engineering. So like civil is land development where if you're going to have a plan for a plot of land, you need to know, okay, what are we going to put on it? Like, what are the conditions of it? What are we going to affect as we go through that? How are we actually going to build? How much is it going to cost? How long is it going to take? And then once it's built, like, who does it get turned over to? What's the life cycle of it? Different things like that. It's like a ecosystem in itself. And when you see all the people that it takes to make it work, the different personalities, the like crazy stories and things like that. It's like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, this, this is what's enjoyable about life. And it never surprises me, but it, it always amazes me because when people, when I ask them if they'd like to come on or, Hey, can I, can I just interview you or highlight you? It's like, oh, I, I don't think there's anything special about me. And I'm like, <laughs> that's exactly why I want to talk to you because it's like, <laughs> this is meant to acknowledge the people that think they don't have anything special about them because it's like you being yourself is good enough. Yeah. And you doing what you do, you don't need to go start a business after this. You keep going on about your life, but like you being a good dad, yeah. you being a good friend, you being... Yeah diligent in your work like you being diligent with your hands and like looking out for people or even taking care of yourself it's like you're the reason the world gets put back together yeah and we don't have to be running around of like what's going on here or so and so did this and so and so did that it's like hey here's a good person that is doing their best mm -hmm. and it's like that's it that's that's the end of the story folks like yeah like if, if anybody gets that i'm like oh okay like yeah like I, i'm not saying anything new but it's like let me remind you of something that i think we're forgetting because of mm -hmm. all the noise and all the voices yeah. that just keep echoing 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 and it's like yeah, let's let's push that out of the way for a minute i was going to say that too is that um i love that i love what you just said because you're giving gold medals to people that didn't even know they they were in the race. And I love that. I love that they they had no idea that that just having being a great father or mother and getting your kid to college is something that maybe 80, 70, I don't know the number, 70% of people would love to know about. Yeah. You know, they they there's like I said at the beginning of the podcast the episode is that, you know, I'm, I'm a novice. I'm still trying to figure this out. So I would love to hear an episode with the guy who may have had twins mm -hmm. and he were, he was able to send both of them to college or, or uh, they maybe send them to, you know, some type of professional, whatever, um, yeah. or but to, even a trade an encouragement, school. but you're an encouragement to the person that's at year one. It's like, Hey, I'm in yeah. year two. Like, yeah, 
it was hell, but I learned something. <laughs> it's like, it was, you're going to get through it. You're going to get through it. It's like, I know they didn't tell you this. Like, yeah, whoever told you you're supposed to have it all together. Trust me, nobody has it all together. And it's like, it's they're okay. not, they're not intentionally misleading you, but it's like, you'll be happy when you get to the other side, but it's like, enjoy today. Enjoy yeah. right now. It sucks. It hurts. It's yeah. painful, but find a way to enjoy what you're going through right now yeah yeah or and appreciate maybe not enjoy but appreciate it appreciate appreciate and enjoy i think those those need to coincide you need to have an appreciation and have gratitude for it but you have to find ways to find those little things to enjoy about it because yeah. if you don't you're gonna you're gonna find yourself going into like deep depression uh, I've I've been in that space. I've been depressed before. Yeah. Um, little little uh, unbeknownst to a lot of my friends, because I'm always the positive energy guy yeah. and socially. Yeah. But then it takes it takes a lot out of you. Mm. And then when you come home, you're by yourself, and so you're all of those feelings of whatever come back to you, and so mm. it brings you down, and you don't have any of that energy to be able to to fight it. And so right. I've been there. Yeah. So it's it's you okay. Probably to, don't want to go back. Ah, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. like, you want to talk about this? Uh, no, no. But, but it's okay. Uh, I had to get to the point where I said, it's okay to, to not, to not be okay. Mm. Um, but not stay there. It's not okay to stay there. Right. And, um, that is, I want to give that message to any, everybody, to any area of your life, entrepreneur, mm. professional, doctor, lawyer, uh, father, mother, uh, teacher, um, just someone who's just trying to make it, you know yeah. what I mean? it's okay to not be okay. Like you can, it's okay to accept like right now you're not okay. Wherever you are now, your business isn't moving. It's okay to accept that, you know, you you got passed up for a promotion and, mm. but you feel like you deserved it. It's okay that, you know, your kid is not listening right now, or you're just mm. feeling overwhelmed because yeah. you're, you're thinking that you're not being as effective as other people that you're looking at. Mm. It's okay to be in that space. It's not okay to stay there though. Right. So it, you have to get the information uh, to, to get out of yourself out of that, you have to continuously keep learning, continuously keep associating with people who mm -hmm. have what you want or experience in the life that you want and continue to grow yourself. So I like it, man. Such a positive message. And what a difference a day makes, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that song just continues to echo in my mind. And I'm like, it's funny. I, I saved it on my, my playlist and, uh, albums or songs or whatnot they always have like a an art or whatnot and i looked at it closer i was like is this guy doing a kickflip over a piano or how how'd they stage this what's going on here <laughs> but awesome what what um what's something you're looking forward to this week or this weekend ah uh, um I'm gonna be watching some MMA this evening, so mm. I am looking forward to that. It's actually my uh, my older brother's birthday, so happy birthday, uh, Montreal Marshall. Um, he is going to well, I'm not gonna tell his age, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I will be respectful. Yeah. Um, but we we are celebrating him this evening. Uh, shout out to all my Leos out there. Um, but uh, I'm excited about that, and um, I'm excited about taking my day of rest. I always take a day of rest on Sunday. I'm not gonna say always. I mm -hmm. I do my best. Yeah. To take a day of rest on uh, on Sundays. Uh, those are the, that's a day that I really reflect over the past week. 
And then um, I just relax my body. I do a little yoga, a little meditation. Mm-hmm. And then I, I end my day with playing a little basketball with the fellas to kind of decompress and mm-hmm. uh, get myself ready for the week. Uh, release any stress that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, I release everything on that court. Yeah. And then um, and then I'm able to go start off at, um, at zero uh, for the next week. But definitely that. So I'm looking forward to that. As far as the next week, Man, I'm looking forward to connecting with more authors, mm-hmm. uh, building them up, um, putting t- taking them out of their comfort zone, <laughs> and also learning new strategies. Man, learning new techniques to make me better, to that I so that I can pour more into them mm-hmm. and make their lives better. So gotcha. I, I'm always looking forward to to learning. I got a, a a host of if I show you my computer right now, I have a host of YouTube videos that I gotta watch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for some information that I, I need to, to dive into, to be able to, um, to, you know, critique some of my strategies and things of yeah. that nature. So looking forward That's to awesome. that. I like that. It, it's funny. I, I think I, I created myself a short little book list for maybe the month. I'll see how long it takes, but I was like, I'll, I'll go through a chapter sometime in the week, maybe a few days, maybe one day. And one of them was the art of everyday assertiveness another Mm. book is the um what's the other one the body keeps count Mm -hmm. like kind of going back to what you were talking about like the things that you say traumas that are experienced you don't always you might not remember it but your body seems to remember it and with the first chapter it starts out talking about lessons from vietnam vets and something that this I believe it's a doctor that wrote it and how he's detailing out what he's learning and what they don't know at the time and what he's understanding as it goes along. And I think there's another book I saw from Patrick Bet David because yeah. David Shans was going through it with his morning meetup group and he'll usually post the infographics and things like that on IG. And I was like, maybe I'll take a look. It's it's uh, your next five moves. Yeah. And... There's a fourth one. Let me let me ask you a yeah. question, uh, not to cut you off. No, no, you're good. What's one book that you would say completely changed your life? Who Moved My Cheese? Who moved, by, man, I, I heard some great Spencer things about David. that. Yeah, I, I, I liked it because it it helped me see reading differently and mm. it not being a stressor, like especially finding it and being able to either listen to it on YouTube or through Audible. And seeing how short it was, I was like, wait, they make books this short that are actually good? It's like a comic book. And it's like a nice short yeah. story. And it's like a kid can understand it and an adult can understand it. And that's kind of what snowballed reading a lot of books for me. But one thing that I found, even with what we were talking before, it's like figuring out pacing and learning mm-hmm. to move at my pace because it's like, being teased before for being slower where it's like you don't ride as fast you don't speak as fast you're not like run 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 like not the fastest runner or hurdler for that matter but it's like okay like if i'm not fast i'm going to use that to my advantage i'm going to go at my Mm -hmm. speed to where i can understand something and make it work for me so like you're saying with the bible verse if it's i'm going to read one verse today and even with the affirmation um the greatest salesman in the world by Ogmandino yeah has the love 10 that scrolls book. in it and it's like i think i overwhelm myself and kind of stress myself with trying to read it morning after lunch and at night 
those scrolls each day for 30 days and keep going. And I was sitting there keeping tally, keeping tally. And I was like, as soon as you brought up the affirmation, I was thinking, maybe I can revisit it and just go and read one sentence. Mm -hmm. Like if I can take that sentence throughout the week, cool. If I can apply it somewhere else, like I, I don't want to give myself more work and more tasks to do. So it's like, mm -hmm. and even sharing like, oh, I'm reading these books. It's not to say, um, here's what I'm going to do with it. Even like starting a, a, a book review series, like someone had suggested mm -hmm. that that's maybe the fourth book that I'll add in there, or it might be the fifth book, but it's no more Mr. Nice Guy. And it was mm. given to me by a friend and it describes this nice guy syndrome, which is trying to keep the world smooth or doing everything to please people without getting, oh, your needs man. Met. it's like, if I do so many things for people, oh, I'll, I'll get my needs met. But it's like, no, you won't because you never expressly communicate your needs. And it kind of goes back into the psychology of why guys specifically do this and the situations they find themselves where it's like, you try and help broken situation or help broken people, or it's like, mm -hmm. okay, so long as I come in with the cape, you keep cape on, you're caping, you're capping, all Super that. Saver. Stuff. Yeah. Right, right. So it's like, <laughs> it's not a, it's funny that it shows up in like a doctor's book as well as like in rap music, where it's, it's, it goes back to those things of there's observable reality. And maybe mm -hmm. different people have better ways of getting their words together to communicate mm -hmm. a message that can be received. Mm -hmm. And whoever it lands on, I, that's why it's being able to appreciate books now. Like my dad is someone that's always appreciated books. He's got his whole basement and things full of books. For me, it was kind of a, a turnoff because I'm like, do you really go back through those books? Like, are you really studying it? Are you applying it? And it's like, I was mm -hmm. overly critical to where I'm like, okay, maybe I don't apply it in that way, but here's a lesson that I learned and here's how I can maybe apply it for me. Like, let mm -hmm. me make it work for me. Let me deal with the, what is it? The, the speck in, in my, let me deal with the plank in my eye rather than the spec i'm like oh you, you got a little yeah. something in there it's like you got a little booger well if you had a booger i, I would tell you you, you don't you don't but <laughs> like, thank you but it's like um really taking the time to be a little bit more reflective and being like okay this works for today or this works in this season this works in this month and when it doesn't work i'm like maybe i need to put down all these things that I'm grabbing. And it goes back to that 2020 moment where it was that from 2019 to 2020, like I went from a slump from January to June to October and then kind of coming out of it. And it's like, okay, podcast is going, things are going up. Like let's look into entrepreneurship or let's look into a different job. Let's, let's be active. But then it is like overactivity mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, Maybe I can do this in periods in time. Like I can mm -hmm. keep a job and I can get better at my job. And when I feel low, maybe I need to rest. Mm -hmm. And when I feel up or up top, up high on the peak, I can also rest and kind of look at it like, okay, this is, this is nice. Like I'm, I'm here, mm -hmm. but it's like, being able to appreciate both of those things and not forgetting it's not always a race to the top or race to the bottom for me, for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, 
I'm I'm not a master at that. <laughs> so uh my my schedule is always jam-packed. I am probably I have people who always tell me, dude, you need to rest, you need to rest. Like I'm always thinking about the next thing that I could be doing or needs to mm-hmm. get done. Um and and focusing on trying to um to position myself ahead of like the competition or just, or just create more things, Mm -hmm. create more things to be able to, uh, to benefit others. Like I said, I'm always learning and things of that nature. Uh, when I'm resting, my rest is, is more so I I will sit and I relax, but I will be watching like a YouTube video, learning some stuff, whatever, just taking information or even if it's just motivation, just to kind of motivate. Like you mentioned your Sunday, like that's something like you're taking the day you're you're going to play right. with your boys you're you're spending the time with your brother tonight you're going to watch some MMA it's like and I, I think right. like the thing that's there it's it's like figuring out what your process is and making sure that it's working for you because I, I think yeah. it's easy to get caught up kind of going back to the social media thing of comparing because it's like oh this yeah. person sleeps eight hours this person sleeps five hours mm-hmm. and this doctor said well maybe I'll leave the doctor out of it but it's like different things work for different people and I, yeah. I think so long as you're honest about what what is working and what's not working I, I think you can make an adjustment and if you have at least one or two trusted people that can speak into your life and like look out for you even if it's like it's not out of fear it's not out of like something but if someone can speak into your life even through motivation or a post or something like that and you can receive it like yeah Hey, by all means, let it, let it work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have, I have those trusted people. The, I always keep my, I always keep my, at least one yes, man. And then I keep that one person (laughs) who's going to be super critical of everything that I do. But, uh, but they both give me that, that value. Like when I need someone to kind of big me up that I have that person Mm -hmm. and I have that person that, um, that is always holding me accountable. And Mm -hmm. I, and actually, Ironically, I find myself going more to the accountability person than I find myself going to the yes man person. That's been a transition too, because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't always like that. And so now I, I go to her. And so she, she I, you know, I, I tell her what's going on and she'll be like, oh yeah, you're wrong. And let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I already know what you were going to, what you're going to say. I know you're going to say I was wrong, but yeah, just go ahead and tell me what, what, what you see. Yeah. And, um, I I think that's valuable because it, you, um, first of all, she's a female. So, um, I think that I personally think that every male needs a female friend. It's Mm -hmm. mandatory, even if it's like a sister or something like that, because, uh, from the book, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Mm -hmm. I read that book and I realized that we have no idea how the opposite sex thinks, um, men or women, like women don't know what men think or what Mm -hmm. they want. And men men don't vice versa. They don't know whatever. We don't know either. And so we have to have, I think that we have to have that person, that platonic friend mm-hmm. that, um, that we can go and say, Hey, um, you know, I, I'm had an argument with my significant other, you know, this is what we were arguing about. Like what don't, don't, you know, tell me about what, you know, maybe wrong she did, right. but am I, am I spot on? Like, am I in the right arena? And she'll tell me and mm-hmm. say, no, you're not thinking about it from her perspective and then boom, 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 we'll go from there. Mm. And then that'll start a new paradigm shift for mm. me. 
Right, right. So I think that that's so vital that every man needs that. Now, I know some people are going to disagree. Go <laughs> ahead and let, let us know in the comments and I'll be ready to respond. But <laughs> or maybe we'll do a part three to this. Yeah, and we'll we'll go through all of the comments and then we'll we'll discuss <laughs> oh, everyone. That'll be fun. I, I would yeah. love that. That'll be fun. Yeah. But uh, but I, I do believe that that, that that's uh, vital that every yeah. person needs that has to have that. Um, and uh, also you need to have that in, in, in other areas as well, that you need to have um, a, a, a spiritual uh, mm. counterpart, the one person to hold you accountable in that uh, business as well. Like that's why I have coaches. I have mentors that yeah. hold me accountable and make sure that I'm doing what I said I was going to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's very important. That, that's necessary. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Like, what do you thought? What's good. your thoughts on the, the uh, uh, opposite sex best friend or, or just think... friends? I think it's like the friend thing is kind of tricky because okay. it's it's like what's that old oh she's just a friend or he's just a friend thing it's yeah. like I think there there is something to say about having friendships and I think ultimately that's why people get married where it's that this is someone that you trust and I think having sisters brothers that are either blood or even like yeah in that friendship where it's like hey if I were your sister if I was your brother I would tell you this. And it's like you develop a relationship to where someone can call you out. And I, I just found it funny when you you actually said it. And I was like, hey, it takes a wise man or a brave man to admit like, yeah, I keep a yes person. And I, I keep mm -hmm. someone that's also holds me accountable to where it's like, I know something about me and I know that I need I need encouragement. And I maybe not need to be cut down, but I need to be corrected. And mm -hmm. it's like, I think that's that's something well thought out where it's that you, the more I guess the more you get to know yourself it, I think it's it's easy to be like yeah I think I, I can be wrong like mm -hmm. like because that sometimes it's like you kind of grow up you thinking it's like man I know everything I'm like everybody <laughs> yeah. needs to do things my way like if the world if I had a magic wand and the world were in order with me then it would be like this but it's like when you think on certain things, it's like, I'm glad I'm not in charge of this because then there are things I may not be considering and I would maybe make it worse than it is. Maybe it's no. not that bad. Like it, it can be, it can be corrected. And I think it's things work better kind of going back to the friend thing where it's someone doesn't just offer a critique, but they offer maybe a critique that leads to a solution or they mm -hmm. allow you to question something to where mm -hmm. you you can arrive to the conclusion. And I think Yourself, yeah. having someone that's a friend is someone that's able to celebrate your wins mm -hmm. and not look to, like you guys can share wins and it's not always like a one up, one up, one up, one up, one yeah. up. Or it's not a, um, if you're down, let me dogpile on you. Or like, let me make your sorrow or your sadness mine now. It's like, oh, I've got to wear this. And it's like, no. Like if you could just sit and acknowledge or just even if you tip the hat or something, that's better than putting on a whole drama show and doing this and doing that. For me personally, I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather not see all that. Like, yeah, you can tell me that you care, but you don't. You don't have to, like, run around the world and this and that. It's like this. Let's just put a pin on that. Leave that alone. And like time will pass maybe it'll heal maybe it won't but like i think there is a value in friendship but mm -hmm. 
platonic friends i think can be good but sometimes it's like depending on what the relationship is like it, it can become tricky and i, I just say it's like so, so long as it's honest up front mm-hmm. and not um so long as people aren't playing with it it's like you know you're not supposed to do that so it's like yeah, no. yeah. and it's like if you are going in a direction you're quote unquote not supposed to go don't be back just with like oh no i, I didn't know like i don't know how this could have happened and it's like <laughs> let's review the tape like come on you you know right right yeah i guess that, that's that's my take on it because i i see i see the importance of it and having mm-hmm. relationships of community and having people that you can speak to and they can speak back to you that way it's like you have that ongoing dialogue and you don't just operate on a silo it's like yeah there's time to be by yourself there's time to be in the wilderness so to speak but it's like when you come back to community when you come back to society when you come back to like a space where people are at like it's good to acknowledge other people and not walk around like you've got a target on your back or the world owes you something and you've got to like hurt so many people to get it back. Like I, I'm, I'm not of that notion. Yeah. Um, I, I watched a movie uh, called dogma a long time ago. Mm. It's a satire, but it, it had a very profound statement by Chris rock. Mm. And he said that, uh, that I, I actually subscribe my life to. And he said that um, the problem with society is that they build beliefs on things that should have only been ideas. Mm. And so we we build a belief system and, and map our entire life over something that should have just stayed an idea, mm-hmm. like or, or an experience rather, even, yeah. even experience. So you'll see people who base their life off of all men are dogs. Mm, yeah. You'll see people build their belief system off of having children is com- is is hard, it's complicated, yeah. it's, it's tough, right? They build started belief- with a complicated situation. It's like, there's some truth to that, but it's like, yeah. but, be but, honest but, about how you got there. But should you build a belief system based off of that? Like, should that be a temporary idea? Like, maybe it's hard now, but does it yeah. have to always stay that way? Like, should you build your life based off of the, having the belief that children, having children is hard? Because it'll always be hard. Right. You know what I'm saying? saying. Yeah. You, don't, you don't open it up for change. Like, yeah. and so... Why not? For me, this is just for me. Yeah, I'll I let have you speak. Bo- you, yeah, you have kids, so you can speak to it. I, <laughs> I don't because I think sometimes people get they kind of give me the side eye. If like it's like you're not in the position where I'm at, so I don't think you're really hearing. <laughs> versus like, oh, you're trying to give this perspective, and it's like I, I don't really need your perspective right now. But but you well, you, you have well, you've been a child. You've yeah. been a child, so you can right, give right. some reference. So, so you that, know, that's, in that's, six. Yeah. Oh, one, one of six. I yeah. mean, <laughs> that, that's what I've been trying to kind of speak from and understand, but also like listen from and be like, oh, okay, like sometimes when people are speaking, I'm I'm beginning to learn more and more. It's like not saying a lot or not being someone that's very talkative is actually a strength for me because it's like sure. you get to hear a lot of questions that people aren't asking, but they're implying, and you get mm-hmm. to understand what they're saying and it's like it goes back to that thing of like you you asking god like oh put me in uncomfortable situations like help me get through this to grow and it's that Mm -hmm. 
a lot of people are willing to ask as you should, but it's like, once you've asked, you got to be honest about what's going on. And that that's not a, those are words that came out of my mouth, but believe me, it's not something easy. And it's that like the uncomfortable thing. It, it is a, a growth place, but how you get to the understanding of that is something that I think uncovers a lot. It like breaks the scales off of the eyes and it really like when, when you see it and when you don't have to feel that like you're always unable to like, like you're not capable of, or some like, like something's always going to be out of your grasp, but when you're able to sit with things differently and allow yourself or allow someone else or just allow things to play out as mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. i think there's an, an opportunity for development there but yeah. i think you should say what you wanted to say about having kids not being hard <laughs> because i think there's some value that there's some value in that that um people maybe get at different at different stages throughout it yeah so just um just having the 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 belief that have ha- raising kids is is difficult or hard is going to just keep you in that space and so maybe you should keep that as an idea now cuz i'll admit when we when i first had them mm-hmm. and waking up at you know uh 2 in the morning Mm-hmm. And then putting, I had twins, so putting one to sleep Ooh. and then you're going lay back down. Then the other one wakes up. I mean, that's that's challenging. Then you have to, mm-hmm. to get up and, and work and talk to clients and still be a, a functional um, professional. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's yeah. difficult. Um, but is it always hard? Like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be always hard. You know, right, right. I used to say I used to say the interaction between uh, myself and their mother was difficult, but I was I had to change that and say, no, it doesn't have to always be difficult. I don't need right, to, right. to stay in that space. That's not a belief. That's just an idea I'm having right now or mm. a feeling I'm having or experience I'm having. And so now and so now the belief system I have now is that, number one, I believe I personally believe that there's a God. Mm-hmm. And number two, I believe that I'm not him. Mm. so (laughs) those are the two only that's the only two things that i know without a shadow of a doubt you know what i mean and so everything else to me is an idea Mm. it's an idea that i'm currently experiencing or having you Mm. know and that when that that allows for change because anything can happen right now my shirt my shirt is red Mm -hmm. yeah it's red now but if i put it in the washer uh, Mm -hmm. with bleach it's pink now Right. So now that paradigm has shifted because that the work my the shirt that was once red and I I had a belief system that this shirt is always red is false. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the that's the uh toxicity of making a belief out of everything that you mm-hmm. hear. People right. listen what listen to um videos on social media and um and and read quotes and posts and stuff like that, memes, and they yeah. make belief systems out of that. Right, right. They'll be posting. They'll po- someone will post something, and I'll and I'll be thinking. I'll be like, "Did you do you really read what you posted? Like, <laughs> it's actually not true." Yeah, money doesn't grow on trees. Something like that. I'll be like, "But that's not true." Like, have you thought about that? It's not true. It's yeah. false. Well, I mean, you know the, what I mean? Yeah, I I kind of get the expression, but it it I guess it it goes back to that specifically the idea like 
literal paper money is made of trees but it's like the fact that you don't just go outside and pick it but it, it's again to the what but what but wait 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 right wait. right why not right but number it, number one it goes back number, to that to number one you could, you could walk outside and find money on the ground i right. do it all the time right you could you, you could you could, the the government is printing it willy-nilly right that's kind of problematic, but we'll leave that it, it, alone. It, granted, yeah, look, it's I, like, I'm not trying to get political, right. but yeah, it is problematic. Yeah. I agree. But that that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're literally printing money at an alarming rate, like yeah. every but, day. But I think to the point that you were, <coughs> the point where we started when you were talking about the affirmations, like instead yeah. of having the, yes, money doesn't grow on trees to where it's like you just getting a handout so to speak mm -hmm. every day and it's like it shouldn't be the um it shouldn't be the end all be all like you, mm -hmm. you don't need to li live in definite statements that um we're never going to have enough things have always been this way and it's never going to change like those those things limit you and a lot of times it's like they say but is an argument for your limitations and is like going back to that book of the the art of everyday assertiveness the mm -hmm. one of the things going through the first chapter the author highlights these six needs from tony robbins i'm sure he wrote them down somewhere and as he was going through them he was like i think consistency or is either something along the lines of consistency is a human need because like people yeah. need they need predictability like you want to be able to expect certain things but then that can get boring if it's same thing every day every day every day day in day out but then yeah. you need variety and variety okay. is the other one the other right need, yeah you get variety and then you need significance mm -hmm. of something that's why people want to be seen that's why they want to be heard love and connection love. that's why we yep. have we have so you're you're familiar with these and it's oh, yeah. like it's like having an understanding of your needs and how you meet your needs is, is like goes to your point of like don't marry every idea that comes into your mind or every idea word that you're exposed to pick exactly. and choose and mm -hmm. it, it's like in your picking and choosing continue to have a dialogue where it's mm -hmm. not just this is all i am this is all i'm ever going to be because it's mm -hmm. like so many people have an idea of like this is what black people are like this is what men are like. This is what mm -hmm. Americans are like. This is what yeah. fill in the blank. And it's that unless you have conversations like this that help someone be informed or at least question what they've believed up to this point, they're going to go on thinking and believing what they're going to believe. And I mean, that that's on that's on them. But it's like, yeah, the opportunity that you have going to the ocean, either seeing the view or going to the beach and enjoying a different type of scenery or even going through the woods. It's like, there's chances there. You can go to your backyard. You can drive 10 minutes, discover a treasure that someone would travel 6,000 miles to come find and you never knew about because it's like, you were never looking for it. But mm -hmm. I think to your point is that like ideas are not it. Headlines are not it. Like mm -hmm. this is the thing happening today. Bye now. Like, the cell goes out blah 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 blah. it's like turn down the noise man like you don't you don't have to believe that you don't have to subscribe to that you don't have to 
keep going along to get along. You don't have to be uh, whatever it is, Mr. Milk Toast. But like, and yeah. the, it's like you don't automatically switch to the opposite where you're just like a villain, a target, a this, a that. It's like, no, like give yourself a chance as hard as it may be to define and understand and get to actually know who you are what you think, how you think, how you behave and reason and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Heck, you'll be surprised. Have a conversation with someone like Skylar, someone like myself. And it's like, yeah, you'll learn more about yourself and you'll gain an appreciation for that other person where it's like, oh, that's why humans mm -hmm. like to engage with each other. It's like, it's not always a war. It's not always a battle. And it's like, there's other things that actually go on from sunup to sundown that are valuable. And so going back, like when I was talking about having that, that person that is kind of the opposite of mm -hmm. what, of what you're in, in whatever area you have, you're, mm -hmm. you're uh, looking to grow in yeah. that that's, that's kind of, we're kind of talking about it now where it's, it's challenging your current thought. Mm -hmm. Right. So I have a, a, a individual, uh, a friend of mine, I'm mm -hmm. saying an individual, he's a very close friend. He's agnostic, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Now, of course, I'm very spiritual, as you probably deduced listening to this podcast episode. Mm -hmm. Now, but me and him, we are, I mean, we are homeboys, we, you know, everything. Yeah. Um, but we have very stimulating conversations mm -hmm. uh, about uh, just about everything. Like, I mean, his, his, uh, his level of thought about everything from creation to, you know, his uh, philosophy about the Bible, his philosophy about, you know, uh, other um, spiritual people and things. And I, I mean, it, I love his insight. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We disagree often, yeah. as you can imagine. Right. Um, but it's healthy disagreement because when I leave from that conversation, mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll be like, wow, I didn't think about this from this perspective. And he'll even text me and say, man, you know, I, man, I've been, I've been thinking about something that you said about this, this, and this, man, it's been you know, resonating with me all this week. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so even, and I tell him, I said, my job is not to convince you to jump on the whole spiritual wagon. My yeah. job is just to convince you. I mean, I'm sorry. My job is just to impart on you some things that I, that work in my life that come mm -hmm. from the spiritual background that may be able to work in your life. Yeah. That's it. And then you, same for him is like, I'm not trying to get you to become agnostic or, you know, not have a belief or whatever. But I do want you to to think about uh, some of the things that may have become traditional or routine that you just right. say yeah. or just do and you haven't critically thought about it. Yeah. And so I want you to be able to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Like, mm -hmm. I need you to be able to defend actions or beliefs that you have. Right. Uh, if you ever have to, you know, you ever have someone who comes to you and inquires and says, I want to be a Christian or whatever. Yeah. And before you just tell them, hey, this is the the you know rubric of what yeah. you need to do. Yeah, you need to say, I put all of this through the fire, and mm -hmm. I know exactly why you need to do all of this, right. not because I've been told it. A lot not of people have compulsion. beliefs. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people have beliefs that they haven't, they've never put through the fire. It's just something that they've been told. Yeah, and I I think it's it's important to be able to disagree with people and still get along or still. Yes have a respect for people because it's like always agreeing with everyone and always being like i think that's ultimately like why world wars break out because it's like you're yes. not 
you don't make room for having like little fights, like good fights that are okay. Like I can challenge your opinion and I don't have to feel like if I say this, they're not going to like me. And ultimately that's going to ruin the relationship. And then I've got to start over again. Like I've known this person since I was five and this and that. And it's like, you can meet people, but it's like, maybe let go of the expectation that they have to meet your every and all need at all times where it's like, Oh, you've got to be this and you got to be that. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, you're getting what you're getting, but do they get what they want from you? Like, is that something that can be an even exchange or is it all about, are you being honest or like, are you here to help? Or are you here to kind of like, just make yourself feel good? It's like, yeah. Like, think if, about if you're here to make yourself feel good. Just, be honest, like say you're right there to make yourself feel good. Don't put on a whole show to be like, oh, we're doing this for the kids and the this and the that and the da 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 da. It's like, all right, like we're all sitting back, kind of like, sure. So, like, sure. even on even on a macro scale, like think about all the battles that we fought. It's all been because uh one group or both groups were too tied to their beliefs that they weren't able to, to either compromise or listen to the other side. You have like, you have um, the civil war, you know, you mm -hmm. had two different sides that were so they, they just knew that their way of life was the right way. Slavery. Mm -hmm. You just had one, you had um, a, a, a group of individuals that just knew that these people were, were made to be slaves. Mm -hmm. um, you have um, the feminist movement, um, the fem feminist movement, and the um, the masculine movement that's going uh, um, going on now, you know, women just these group of women just uh, are tied to their belief that 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 men are toxic, like the mm -hmm. the, the habits and the thinking of men are toxic. And then uh, men, some men think that women, but well, not think they believe that women are just less than and they deserve less. Mm -hmm. You know, these are the things that have led to religious wars. You know, yeah. uh, these are the things it, that have it, led to battles, uh, right. even in in the home, like on a micro scale. Right. You have a husband and a wife that fight because they're so attached to their beliefs and they won't relinquish from them. Yeah. And I, I think it's, you do need beliefs to anchor you, but you have to be, I guess you have, you have to be measured in your approach and mm -hmm. maybe another book that may come back through the rotation is the subtle art of not giving enough. And it's that, yeah, <laughs> it's that like the notion of the book is that reminder of boundaries where mm -hmm. you only have so much energy to give. And if you're constantly trying to fight with everyone in the world, it's like, you're either going to make the world be disgusted of you, or you're going to like, you're going to be, doing a lot of damage how do you that. have energy for anything else man if you're just in the in the comments just battling people on twitter and, and, and hey, man, Instagram, it's, it's like you see it every day it's it's like kind of feel bad but i'm like i'm just look swipe get off log off and i'm like <laughs> nope i i don't need that i'm not gonna I just tell them thank you thank you not, thank you for i'm not your, throwing you on the cap opinion. i'm not throwing on the cape i'm not jumping in the comments to save anyone's like nope I'm like, thank you. Thank no. you for your opinion. I appreciate it. Like if somebody puts something I disagree with, I may, I may give my premise, but I'm not going to go back and forth about it. Like once after that, I, I tell you what I think. Yeah. And I'll say, okay, well, thank you for your opinion. I appreciate it. You know? Yeah. I mean, some, feedback. sometimes it it's, it's revealing when you hear what someone says where it's that, okay, like you're not listening. Maybe you just need to vent. 
And it's like, yeah. okay, maybe someone needs to vent or maybe like, again, going back to that, someone just really has this belief and they, they want to like put it out there for everybody to know. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, cool. Like you got it. Like people got eyes on it, but yep. because that was the focus and not developing friendship or connection or actually wanting to have understanding. Yeah. You made your mark. You got your statue. You got your however many likes, but it's like, you don't you didn't actually get what you were looking for and maybe that realization will come years down the line who knows yeah maybe we we hope yeah. understanding is a lost art yeah so but it's like it, of, it's back one to of that. my ideas oh it is gotcha oh so <laughs> like with the book that you mentioned earlier is it mm -hmm. out is it new or like what what's going on what because book? the um because you've written books yourself. I know the very oh, first yes. book that you wrote was... Um... Uh, How to Cheat Death. Uh, that's the yeah. one I was talking about right. earlier. Yes. That was your very first, right? Yes. Okay, gotcha. So so let me tell you, the um, people have been been spamming us. <laughs> well, not spamming us. They've been uh, DMing us and reaching out to us for the longest for us to make a part two of that book. Mm -hmm. And I, I haven't even started on that. The, yeah. the actual second book that I was writing was going to be a um a memoir mm -hmm. it's going to be a story of my life and tell all and uh, uh, -oh. uh I'll, I'll yeah i'll admit <laughs> uh that is the most challenging that was that's been the most challenging process i've ever uh, undertook mm -hmm. and so i i commend all of my clients when we publish their book when we publish their memoirs they're able to to like expose themselves and, and mm -hmm. be able to write and, and things of that nature uh and finish it that yeah. is amazing it's so difficult it, it you, sh you, you should be very proud of yourself if you're able to do it because yeah. i've been working on it for like five years mm. and <laughs> i'm still still not done with it so um i i am working on on the memoir gotcha. um, i mean i may we what's may the motivation to to do a memoir why memoir um so my my best friend uh actually stimulated the the, the thought of doing that and mm. just she was just like you need to tell your story and uh, she thinks, and I am a speaker, a mm -hmm. uh, public speaker by trade as well. So mm -hmm. she, she thinks that would be a great um, accessory mm -hmm. to my platform. Right. And so, uh, but, but overall, the idea of me doing it is to, to inspire young kids because we mentor, we mentor young at-risk uh, males. Mm -hmm. And so I want to inspire more individuals like that, especially coming from where I come from, where mm -hmm. uh, New Iberia, Louisiana, where most people don't make it out. Mm -hmm. uh, very few people make it out of that city. Right. And so I want to inspire individuals and say that there is life outside of that, mm -hmm. uh, that city and just that environment and that paradigm. Right. And that if you can, if you can see yourself in my shoes and, and be able to, to, to get to the, to the, the uh, platform of saying, okay, well, Maybe I don't need to just rely on basketball or football to get me out like right. or baseball because yeah. sports are the only way, typically the only way people make it out of that. Yeah. Uh, if I can make it out writing, writing, or um, I can make it out by being an entrepreneur or writing or make it out, just helping people, whatever that looks like, yeah. then I think that's powerful. Yeah. Like that'll be a whole new movement of just kids believing that they can be more, do more, have more. 
Yeah. Uh, where a city where all they can see is lag. Mm. So that makes sense. That makes sense. That's pretty cool, man. I, I commend you on that. And it, it's funny. I, I wrote a little something in my journal today and it was, it was maybe not a memoir, but something along the lines. And I, I think we may be speaking about the same person, but it was that encouragement of like, Hey, where's your story? And it's like, okay, yeah. I'm working on it. It helps to have that little push where it's like, okay, like I do, I do have something to say, or I do need to reflect and take a look at my life because I, I think we're both in our thirties. I'm, I'm 33. And mm -hmm. it's, um, it seems like at this age, it's always like, people may say, oh, this is the new this, or this is the new that. But it's like at, at 30, it kind of feels like you've lived a little bit of life and you can think forward a bit with a different set of lens. But in order to think forward, you got to look back and you, you actually have a better understanding of like what childhood was like teenage years, high school, middle school just felt like, whoa, Oh, that was me. Like you look back at some pictures, like what was going on here? This kid's just like mad me. And it's like, oh, wait, don't <laughs> let me not just judge myself, but let me actually look at it and be like, oh yeah, this this was happening, but this is this is the child's understanding that I had at the time. Yeah. I wasn't thinking adult, raising a child, adult at this stage, this is what their understanding is. And it's like, okay, now I've if I'm in their position at that time, things would be different. And it's like mm -hmm. learning to forgive yourself. Yes. Like yes. forgive the child for not knowing how to respond or interact with adults to be like, okay, like, hey, you couldn't have known this. And it's like, stop blaming yourself. Stop shaming yourself for things you had no clue. And there's yeah. still things that you're going to have no clue of. Like, say, if we live another 40 years, another 30 years, or however much it's like, just because we're here on today doesn't mean that everything's figured out for tomorrow. Yeah, like to Tomorrow is going to be tomorrow, but like actually being in a place to learn to appreciate today and whatever styles, um, trends and things come up, it's like, hey, if you're riding the wave, ride the wave. But like, don't be so critical of yourself to where you think you need to live another life in order to like make up for the the life that you live it's like actually being able to appreciate what you've been through and what you've gone yes. through who you are who you've become who you're becoming it's i think to what you're doing at like i i can kind of sense like some of the complexities of what doing a memoir would would require of you but yes it's, it's one thing to talk all this talk, but it's another thing to put pen to paper. Man, I'm trying Keys, to tell you. Fingers it's... to keyboard and, and do it. But hey, keep keep on keeping on. I know you can do it. I'm going I'm to get to it, man. Uh, <laughs> well, when you thought, when you mentioned that, I thought about the Facebook memories. I'm like, man, one of the craziest <laughs> things is they do those Facebook memories and I see my old statuses and I'm like, what the <laughs> heck was I? <laughs> what is this kid? who does this kid think he is like <laughs> different time uh, different place yeah man but uh but yes the memoir writing is is a challenging process but um I, i'm gonna get it done but i i'm excited for the journey man and uh just recalling all of those feelings is mm -hmm. is the thing like just re reliving reliving you relive when you write a memoir you relive everything you relive yeah. 
all of your thoughts, your emotions at the time, um, your thought process and, and, and your mistakes, like your mm. mistakes that you made, like yeah. and you, you said it, that you have to be in a place to give yourself grace. It's really, it's easy to say, mm. but it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing when you have to relive it all over again and say, man, yeah. I can't believe I did that. Um, and it's not a one-time thing. Like, oh, that's it. That's it. Okay. I cried. No. I cried. I, no, it. sorry. Hey. No, that. no. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, it's, I have to I wish, revisit I wish, it and revisit. I wish it was that easy. Like just oh, I did that. Whatever, you know. Yeah. And then you start thinking about all of the, the um, like you see it as a catalyst. Like you start seeing how it, how it was a snowball effect, and it led to other things. And yeah. then you know you get into that space, and so you're like, oh well, you know. I, then I put the pen and paper down, and I go do something else. <laughs> hey, but but sometimes you you got to know when to say okay that that's enough for today. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's enough digging up dirt for today. It's like okay, let's let's put, put that down. And um, I'll give you this name, and I'll, I'll get you out of here. Um, one right. one gentleman, he's an economist. His name is uh Glenn Lowry. He has a, mm -hmm. a podcast as well. And him and his co-host, they talk to different people. It may be controversial. It gets into like politics and things like that. But um, he did like a they were having technical difficulties and he was just doing like a self-reflection because he's writing his memoir because I think he's in his seventies and yeah. might be pushing eighties, but I think he's like mid seventies and he was just thinking about the different lives he's lived and like the different things where he's like, he's got to tell on himself and take people through the journey to be like, okay, here's everything that you need to know about me. It's like, you can decide whether you're on my side or not, but <laughs> like, I'm going to be upfront and honest and not try to just paint myself in the best light. And as he's talking through it, you like, you hear someone's mind working and like, you see his face and things like that. And it's like, mm -hmm. huh, like, I don't have to come here to this channel to agree and just be like, oh, they're picking on me. They're saying things I don't like, but it's like, let me seek out things that I don't like things that are uncomfortable and actually learn and be like i never thought about that like mm -hmm. what if i'm actually wrong like is that the end of my world or is it just the beginning like yeah but check him out glenn lowry um glenn i think at the, glenn, at the glenn show write that down check him out. yeah man um but yeah yeah so uh i love that um i'm looking forward to when your memoir is going to come out <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully you'll be publishing with legacy publishing so yes, sir. <laughs> oh so why what um i guess you guys dropped the 90 day did it is it still uh, 90 days or is it you going in a different no no direction? So, so it is still 90 day legacy builders um mm -hmm. but we i guess you could say like the subsidiary in terms of where we do the publishing mm -hmm. because 90 day has become such a, a huge umbrella of, mm -hmm. uh, of other, uh, of other things. Yeah. Then we decided to, um, to have a branch where it's just focused on legacy publishing, legacy, yeah. legacy marketing. Gotcha. So that's, that's what I we like decided that. to do. Yeah. I like that. Hence the, it's like you continue to evolve, man. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, man. Yeah. We got the, we got the call center now. So we helping, uh, we helping families to be able to work from home for individuals to do that. So anything that helps you, uh, to build, build a, uh, a generational wealth tree, Mm -hmm. is is going to be under that umbrella but yeah so we one segment of that is the publishing department awesome let me yeah man let me let me try something to get you out of here um, okay well one how, how can people get in touch with you and learn more about what you do 
Oh man, uh, you can go to our website. It is 90daylegacybuilders.com. That's builders with an S. Um, if you want to connect directly with me, um, mm -hmm. you can email us at 90daylegacybuilders at gmail.com. Uh, you can look, uh, find us on uh, social media as well, 90 Day Legacy Builders mm -hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, and um, whatever, Snapchat, all of yeah. them. Um, you can also find me, uh, my my name on my personal page is uh, D as in dog, sky's the limit mm -hmm. uh, on Instagram, and then just Skyla Dennis on Facebook. So if you're awesome. looking to connect, yeah. shoot me a DM. Awesome. And the last thing I'll ask you, what is what is a piece of advice you'd like to give yourself to open up a year from now? What is a piece of advice I would like to give myself from or, a year a year yeah, from now? Yeah. Like when you watch this back, what's something that you want to remember? Um or be I reminded would... of. Oh, okay. Uh yes, yes. Be reminded of. I don't know where where you are, Skylar, at this point in time. Actually, I have a plan of where you where we intend to be. But um, one thing I want you to remember, of course, God is your source. So never forget that. Never forget God is your source. And um, number two, you are a fantastic father. You are doing a great job, whatever you're doing. Uh, just continue to, to keep on keeping on. And you are making an impact. So if anything, just continue to learn, continue to grow, but also continue to enjoy life. Like Mr. Asher said uh, earlier, always make time to enjoy life because it's a, a life that isn't enjoyed is not worth living. Awesome. Thank you, Skylar. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome.